1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
1: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view.
2: It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills, folks, on PrizePix this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit PrizePix.com odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match. Up to $100. You can do that today. Bottom of the hour. Former NFL wide receiver Bryce Butler will join us. So that'll be fun to talk with him. Keep it locked for that. And Rob, of course, we're going to keep with the football and uh, looking at these big games from yesterday. And uh, the first game was played over in Germany. But we should. Did we mention the A.D.? We didn't mention yeah, A.D. Yeah. Let's That's mention a good that, point. Let let's me mention, mention Anthony Davis. So, yeah, let's put Anthony, that. Rob G., come give the details. Yeah, yeah. About that. They're yeah. playing the
4: Miami Heat Miami. They're, Heat they're, in they're Miami. losing by one in Miami right now. But uh, go ahead, Rob. G. Yeah, the story
1: of the night is obviously Anthony Davis. He exited early in the – or late in the second quarter uh, with what the team called a hip spasm. And uh, he came out in the second half. He stretched out. Started to play the first about a minute, 45, two minutes – Realized he wasn't moving well. They pulled him. He's currently in the locker mm-hmm. room, questionable to return at this.
2: Do moment. you know if he get, was he a, there a collision? Or yeah, he he, a he
1: he was um going towards the the painted area, and uh, it looked like he banged his hip against another player's knee. And from that moment on, he was kind of ginger. And then he sh- he really strained it when he was trying to defend on the other end. He jumped up to contest a Kyle Lowry shot. And that's when you really saw him grimacing in pain. And from that point, he exited the game.
4: And as you know, uh, Laker fans are having a heart attack. Because you just, with Anthony Davis, whenever he goes down, is he back in? Okay, so the heart attack is over. He's back in now? Yeah. Yes, he is.
2: Oh, okay. this all yeah, makes think, no sense think, right now. Well, look, I, I do think, and remember the year, his first year with the Lakers, they ended up winning the championship in the bubble. But he played through little nagging injuries, little nicks and bruises and pains. Uh, that quite frankly, in New Orleans, he didn't. And he he did it because I think he was trying to prove to people that he could play through these things and he was tired of hearing. People complain about him being hurt all the time. And my guess is that that's his mentality right now. Uh, He's going to try. If it's not a serious injury, if it's just painful or something like that, then I think he's going to try to get through it. And uh, my guess is that's what he's doing now. I I like that mentality. You know, you're not going to be – sometimes you're going to be banged up when you play professional sports. But if you're not injured and if you're able to play, I like him going out there and trying to give it a shot, we'll see if he can, you know, do it all night. But yeah, that's that'd be big news if he went down. So, all right, Rob, um, let's talk about Kansas City and Miami. Kansas City won, beat the Miami Dolphins twenty-one to fourteen, and now Rob, the Dolphins, um, they're, I, I, I think that they're not a top-tier contender. And that seems to have been proven. I, I thought, you know, Buffalo routed them forty-eight to twenty, and then Philadelphia had their its way with them thirty-one seventeen, and now the Chiefs beat them. And what was a close game? Uh, Chiefs were up early, fourteen or twenty-one zero at halftime, but the Dolphins did fight back. I will give them credit for that. They they came back and tried and made and a their game. Defense
4: of it. held Kansas City with nothing in the second half. Well, was- Kansas City's defense is not. I mean, our
2: offense, I'm sorry. not Their defense is great, better than ever under the Patrick Mahomes era. But their offense is bad. Their offense, Rob, guess who has the worst defense in the league in terms of points allowed? Who's that? Denver. Wow. All right, and and in two games against Denver this year, Kansas City averaged 14 points. Hmm. They scored nine in the game they lost to Denver. And now they go out. Miami's 25th in the league in scoring defense. And they give up 25 points a game and Miami or Kansas city's offense could only manage 14 points. So they've got some issues there uh, that we've talked about before with their offense. But I I think, I don't think the dolphins were exposed because I think I felt like the dolphins had already been exposed. I think they're a finesse team. They um, can't get physical enough with the, with the top teams. Um, like Philadelphia. Uh, I I think San Francisco would be too physical for um, Kansas City. It's tough uh, physically, especially on defense. But, Rob, I do think that Tua, and exposed is probably strong because I think he's a good quarterback. But I do think he was exposed, for lack of a better term, and I, I hesitate to call him great. I'm not ready to give him that nod, and I've been hesitant about that. Um, whether it's untimely interceptions uh, or what have you. And Rob, yesterday, he flat out fell apart toward the end of that game. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't hold on to the football. It was a mess. Yeah, I mean, first he misses the pass. He almost throws the interception. They got a minute left, and they're marching. Chance to tie the game. He almost throws the interception to Raheem Raheem Mostert. He hit in the flats. Uh, it wasn't picked off, but he it he, he almost was picked off. Then he misses a wide-open Cedric Wilson on what could have been a touchdown pass and tied the game. Now, it was a miscommunication. Wilson was running long, uh, two or three it short. But, the, again, we talked about it with Dak. You can't have those things when you're playing a top-tier opponent. And then, Rob, you mentioned it, last play of the game. He's in the shotgun, just drops the snap. Now, it was not too errant, Rob, where he shouldn't have been able to catch it. It might have been a little to his right, but the bottom line, is looked like he took his eyes off the ball and dropped it, and they didn't even get a playoff. And the thing is, I, one bad game is one bad game. I wouldn't overreact to that. But listen to these numbers, Rob. This is two of this season against teams under five hundred. He's 6-0, and he and the Dolphins. He throws for 320 yards a game, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, passer rating of 114.8. Against the three teams with winning records that the Dolphins have played, they've gone 0 3. Two, of course, played all these games. Rob, he goes from averaging 320 yards a game to averaging 230 yards a game. Three touchdowns. Two interceptions, passer rating of 89.2. And one thing you're seeing is when he is taking off time, when their timing is disrupted, whether it's him or the receivers, then their offense really struggles. And I think he has he struggles a bit seeing those second and third reads. If his first read's not there, then he's not the same quarterback. And so I I, I think that um he was exposed a bit yesterday, uh, and that's probably a big reason, too, why he fell to fourth in MVP ratings from number one in the odds.
4: Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, because there's, is, it's not an overreaction to one situation or one game or one scenario, despite what they've looked like when they've uh, made mincemeat out of some teams, Chris. Like, right. just I mean, and they have. When we watch that, uh, I don't care who you're playing or what the situation is. You know, what they did to Denver was eye-popping, right? Right. Just, uh, just eye-popping. How could you be like, what? Uh, but uh, now when you start to look at it, and then when you, we talk about it all the time, Chris, if you're going to uh, crown somebody or look at them for a championship or whatever it may be, you nitpick about everything. Yep. Who they beat. What yep. game did he come up big in? What game was he small in? How many times did he beat? Oh uh, yeah, he was great. He was two, in, you know, he was five hundred against Absolutely. the good teams, and then he demolished the bad teams. Right? We Absolutely. can accept that, Chris. You're not you're going to be, you're not going to beat every good team. That, that's right. just not going to happen. I don't care who right. you are. Yeah,
2: we say it all the time. Right. Good teams lose to teams they're superior to all the time. We exactly. like just said Denver
4: beat Kansas City, right? So, so we understand that. But you can't have on your record where where this is a pattern. It's a pattern now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it'll be interesting because you
2: would think that – I don't know that every team's capable of doing it, but certainly they may try to take something um, and, and away from these games and use them against Miami. But I think they'll still beat up, Rob, on the, the also-rans, the Carolinas and the New York Giants and teams like that and put up huge numbers. But they've got They're kind of like Dallas. Uh, I think Dallas is a little more got a little more substance than Miami. But they're kind of like them in that they need to prove to others and really themselves, too, that they can play with some of these better teams. Now, you you have questions about the Chiefs.
4: Yeah, I just my, my questions, Chris, are just, you know, it's the same thing. Kelsey brought it up, Chris, last week on his podcast, right? Didn't we hear yep, that? Yep. Like, come on. We're, we're, this is ridiculous. Like, we're better than this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, for the Kansas City Chiefs to only score 14 offensive points, right? only 14, and to not score in the second half, Miami's not that good defense. I'm sorry. They're no, not, they're, they're, they're nah, not they're Chris. Where are they 25th ranked? in the league. And they get, in, in and they held defense. Kansas City to, to no points? Yep. Fourteen points, Think no point, and no fourteen points in the game, and no points in the second half. Yep. nah, that's no good. That's that's not Miami, Chris. That's Kansas City. Yeah,
2: I look. I've been beating this drum. Um, the offensive line is fine. The running game with Isaiah Pacheco is fine. We know Patrick Mahomes is great. Travis Kelsey's great. Rob, they've got no receivers. They don't create. You. They got no deep threat. Justin Watson was trying to go deep last yesterday. They he couldn't. Um, they double team Travis Kelsey and shut him down. He had three catches for fourteen ridiculous,
4: yards. Ridiculous, Chris. Ridiculous. He's, and the offense stopped. Right.
2: You know. I mean, they doubled him, so they kept him in check. But no one else could step up. And I. I've said it, Rob. I, I think they – I get it. They've improved the defense. But I think they're taking Patrick Mahomes for granted.
4: So, so Chris, because he a- can AD comes win out again. Games. AD comes out the game again. So, so we got to keep an eye on that. Because
2: he can win these games uh, without, you know, great receivers, I, I think they're kind of playing with fire. Because can they do that against the upper echelon
4: team? No, not against – Maybe. Ju- yeah. Maybe. I
2: mean, they're that good.
4: Yeah, but, but, I, but I think but they're just, gonna have
2: trouble beating Baltimore and Cincinnati, uh, and some of these other elite teams if they can't score more than they're doing right now.
4: I, I agree. I think that you could get away with it now, but when you're making that run, Chris, to, to the Super Bowl or trying to get there, they're going to be good teams there, and if you yep. can't, you can't score in those situations. Uh, and you get shut out in the second half, what team with Patrick Mahomes getting shut out in the second half by a 25th-ranked uh, defense? Right. I'm sorry. Right. And again, Rob,
2: Denver, they scored nine points. Think about that. That's another a team game. team that gave right.
4: up 70. You got nine against them. Right.
2: Right. So let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877 you, 996 You have your choice. You want to talk about Tua or the, and the Dolphins? Were they exposed? Or the Kansas City Chiefs? Do they have real problems with their offense and a lack of receivers to catch the ball from Patrick Mahomes? Your turn to weigh in next with Chris and Rob the Eye Couple of Fox Sports Radio.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The
3: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex
0: dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: All right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. And we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob G, there's AD now out of the game. Give us the latest update on this.
1: Yeah, he tried to give it a go. We were interrupted during the last update because we thought that he was going to come back and keep playing. And um, he lasted about four and a half minutes. Looked like he took another shot on that hip and, and was had to exit the game. Um, official word from the team is still questionable. And uh, we don't know whether or not he'll be able to come back to tonight's game, which they are currently down by nine points. On the road in Miami.
2: Well, this is look. We know it. Whether you're talking Phoenix, the Clippers, or the Lakers, those three teams more than anybody obviously help is health is always a question for teams.
4: But those three teams more than anybody, health is a question. You have to almost put a precursor every time you talk about those teams, Chris. You got right. Uh, you got you have to because it's just impossible. To just like say, oh yeah, well the Clippers are going to be there in the Western Conference Finals. Really? Uh, no. nice. Right. Really? Who's going to be playing for it? Right? Exactly. No, You're that's exactly the problem. Right. And then the same thing with the Lakers. We talk about all the time. LeBron's been hurt like three of the five years he's been here, right in L. A. or whatever. And well, he he's actually been every year except the uh,
2: the lock or the lockdown season, if you right. will, the bubble year. He's missed um, about 27 games in each of the four other seasons. Wow. Uh, outside of the the uh, pandemic season. Um, but AD Rob, last year he played 56 games. The year before that he played 40. And the year before that he played 36. That was the year after the championship. Man. So this is a problem. And – Here's the other thing. The Lake, the Western Conference, and it, look, the Lakers just aren't that good. I don't think they're good enough. If this becomes a sustained um, injury where he's out for a while, I, the Lakers are going to struggle. They're, they're down big now to Miami. LeBron at his age just can't carry them, I don't believe, certainly not night in, night out without Anthony Davis. And um, we've already seen them have trouble with these teams, even with LeBron and AD. They're 3-3. and So hanging in there, the Western Conference is very tight. But um, if he's out for any prolonged period of time, it's going to be very damaging to the Lakers.
4: And the other thing, too, I mean, there are six players missing from the Lakers, five rotation players. So they need to be healthy and they need to get, you know, their full squad together. So uh, we get it. And not having AD, Chris, is not the way you draw it up and it's not going to be good enough. You know what I mean? Long-term, obviously, he's got to play. They need him. He's a big part of everything that they do.
2: They're one of the deepest teams in the league. Um, But, again, that's when they're healthy. Rob G., who, who all is out? Rui Hachimura is out.
1: Sure, so going down the list, AD currently pending with a hip-slash-groin injury. Jackson Hayes dealing with an ankle sprain. Jared Vanderbilt hasn't played at all this season due to heel bursitis. Gabe Vincent has missed about the last five days with a knee injury. And Rui Hachimura, post-concussion symptoms. Okay. Um, That's not counting rookie Jalen Huchafino, who has not played this season either, due to a knee issue.
2: Look, Rui is a good player. Vanderbilt, those are good players. But they can – AD's the loss. Gabe Vincent wasn't playing well anyway. They still got LeBron. They still got Austin Reeves. uh, They still got uh, D'Angelo Russell. They still have enough where they should be competitive and able to win some games. But I I just think that LeBron – this is putting a big strain on LeBron. And he's going to try to carry them. But they need to be careful – not to run him into the ground. Because as I said, Rob, if you take out the pandemic year, the bubble season, he's missed 27 games a year since he's been in L.A. for the last five years.
4: Right. And you don't want to overdo it early, Chris, right?
2: Rob, they played him 35 minutes against Orlando the other night. They were blown out by 20, something, something like 20 points. But they were down by about 20 all the way.
4: And they still played him
2: 35. They still played him. And, right. I, and some of that might be LeBron, I'm sure, wanting to, you know, play. And I like that attitude better than these guys that don't want to play, of course. But you also, but at you, his you age, not in year 21. Right.
4: That's the difference. Right. Most of these He's other guys are young He's got to be
2: guys. careful. He's got to be careful. They're down 94-86 now with uh, early in the fourth quarter. Yeah, are still nine-plus minutes to go. They're still, so they're, they're still within yeah.
4: striking distance, but um, – yeah, they they and 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 Chris the other NBA note the Spurs lost to the Pacers 152 to 111. 41 mm, points. Wow.
2: Mm. Well, we talked about it last year, Rob. You're seeing with the prepond with the, the preeminence of the three point line now, you see a lot of blowouts. Obviously you're seeing higher scores. And you also see a lot more comebacks or blown leads, because you get hot from three, you can catch up. You you cold from three, you can lose a lead. Remember, Rob, Boston just put one hundred fifty-five points up last week. They sure did. So, yeah, that's a bad loss for the Spurs. But um, Victor Wimbanyama, for those wondering, um, I think he finished. Rob, with uh, you have
4: a bad day at the office today.
2: Yeah. Uh, he, the, the rookie finished with, I think it's eight points. Yeah. Eight points. Now that,
4: that's unbelievable. Two blocks,
2: him. seven rebounds. He only played 17 minutes. but still eight points. Wow. If this, oh no, this is, no, I'm sorry. This ESPN's box scores are delayed or some, something's going on with their box scores. So here, here it is.
4: Okay. So it's, Cause not it was
2: that. one with the Clippers didn't have the full box. Uh, Wimbanyama Rob, 13 points. Okay. Ten rebounds, two blocks, in twenty-one minutes. Shot three for twelve, though. uh, Three for twelve. Not not a great day for him. Not a
4: great. No, and they're going to be like that, Chris. He's a rookie. There's going to be the great days where you look at him and and marvel at him, and then there'll be those days where you're like, okay, yep, he's a rookie, still learning. He's going to have some some bad days, but uh, you know, you got to be encouraged what you've seen, obviously, so far.
2: Absolutely. All right, it is the I Couple, Chris and Rob. We got our man Bryce Butler around the corner. Fox
3: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: All right. Well, thank you, Steve, mm-hmm. for that update. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios. Test your skills, folks, on prize picks this football season for a fun way to so win up to twenty-five times your cash, Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit PrizePicks.com/odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars today. Our next guest spent six years in the NFL, played for the Oakland Raiders, Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins. We welcome in former NFL wide receiver Bryce Butler. Bryce, What's
5: welcome. Up? What's going on, man? Long time. How y'all doing? Man, doing we great. Are great great to have you back
2: on, man. We appreciate you joining us. Let's get right to it. Dallas, one of your former teams. I was saying you saw at the end of the game the delay of game and the penalties, Um, your know, false starts and and not clocking the ball and some of the, the self-imposed um, wounds that they put on themselves late in that game that may have cost them the game. And this this seems to happen to the Cowboys. Now, I know you didn't play for Mike McCarthy, but you remember last year with Ezekiel Elliott at center at the end of the game in that crazy formation against <laughs> San Francisco. And then the year before that, when Dak yeah. kind of ran out the clock, right, before time expired or when time expired. So why do you think – like, I think clock management is a big problem for the Cowboys. And I think that when you're talking about beating the elite teams – the games will often come down to inches, as they say, and just little minor things here and there. And the Cowboys need to clean all that stuff up if they're going to try to win a Super
5: Bowl. Yeah, I I agree with you, Chris. Um, Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the last couple years with the clock management situation, but I feel like last night there were some other opportunities in which if they would have scored – or, you know, not stepped out of bounds on a two point conversion. Yeah. Um, you know, they would have been in a better situation, uh, than the last drive in which now they're down. I think a touch, you know, they had to win a score, a touchdown to win the game, um, instead of just maybe kicking a field goal to win or tie. Um, and so I think, you know, obviously when you peel back the layers and you, you watch the tape, you watch the film, there's going to be a ton of plays. In which you know the coaches and the players are going to look at and be like, "Dang! Like if we had that play back, if we would have made that fourth down and not got stopped, literally like you said, inches right on the goal line." Um, I I also thought I don't know if you guys thought about this, but prior to their last drive, I felt as though with three timeouts left and about a minute forty-five on the clock, they should have just kicked a field goal and then just hoped that their defense would have been able to get them the ball back, which they did. So then they were. I think they would have been down one or two, and then a field goal would have won the game. I was yelling at the TV last night, like, "Yo, like, don't go for this. Like, just kick a field goal." And then you got one of the best defenses in the league. You got three timeouts left, um, and you know you'll be you'll probably be able to get the ball back. And obviously, Billy at the end of that game too was doing a lot of stuff to give up the game, right? Um, as, as well, and I feel like Dallas didn't take advantage. So obviously, yeah, um, that- moving forward. They could
2: wait for that field goal. No, you're right. That that was, yeah, That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, today's NFL they often go for it, but um they needed two scores anyway. So it was like yeah, exactly. get one there,
5: you know. Get one there and then you have a chance, you know, get one there, you're not going to you're not going to really score. Like we're not expecting, you know, when you're that deep in the red zone like the last play like you're going to get a score. So just get the field goal and then give yourself an opportunity. Like, give yourself another opportunity. You got one minute, 45 seconds left. Philly's offense kind of didn't look that great towards the end of the game. You got three timeouts. You got a great de- – you got Michael Parsons. You got a great defense. You know, trust in your defense. And, I, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like you said, I didn't play with Coach McCarthy. I don't really know him at all. Um, but, yeah, I wonder what goes on in those meetings with those guys because it does seem like towards the end of the game, Um, there's something to do with the clock and mismanagement of it.
4: Bryce, Bryce, let me ask you about Kansas City and the struggles with the offense. Uh, Only scored 14 points against Miami, Uh, their defense, 25th ranked. Uh, Also, a shutout in the second half. How bad are the uh, Kansas City receivers or what's going on with the Kansas City offense?
5: I feel like what's going on with them is they're just trying to figure out the rhythm, um, you know, with a lot of the young receivers. Uh, I mean, obviously, Travis Kelsey is who he is. Um, Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes is who he is as well. But I don't really see any of, any of the receivers on the team that really have, like, been through – enough yet to feel as though they have the confidence to go out there and do what they're supposed to do on a day-in and day-out basis. Like, obviously, you got got Valdez Scantling, um, but he hasn't been playing in the way in which I would expect him to play. Um, and then everybody else, um, all the other guys, they're just they, – I mean, what I've been seeing, it's just been a lot of drops. Not like the guys can't get open – um, but when it comes down to it, like guys aren't really making the plays um, that they should be making, and that obviously makes it harder for teams, especially in this era of football in the NFL.
2: What do you think of uh, – what are your thoughts of the Baltimore Ravens? Um, Lamar Jackson is back. They're trying to throw the ball a little more, but still they, they have ended up being a running team. They got the best running offense in the league and the number one defense in the league in terms of scoring. So, what do you do? You think like, what do you think of their chances of getting to the Super Bowl? Because obviously, they got to get through Kansas City and even Cincinnati, which is starting to play well.
5: Right. Well, one thing that we know um, that's tried and true in the game of football, Chris, is that defense definitely wins championships. And if you can have a solid running game. You can impose your will on teams, and and it helps you late in games. It helps you pull away from teams late in games. I don't know if y'all watch college football much, but I went to USC, and as you can see, USC has a terrible defense. Yeah. and <laughs> They can't win any games because their defense is bad, but they have a great offense. So it doesn't matter if they can score 50 points, 42 points, 38 points. They can't win the games because at the end of the game, you know, at the end of the game, the defense is worn out because the offense scores quick. So, in the contrary, Baltimore Ravens they have a great running game that it always complements a solid defense because if you can have time of possession, if you can run the majority of the clock out during a game. That means your defense is on the sideline and those dogs are over there resting. So when they are on the field, they can hunt. And that's what it seems like they've been doing. They they blew out the Seattle Seahawks yesterday. Um, and, you know, obviously that's a formula that gives them a better chance of going to, you know, the Super Bowl, especially with a team like right now and the Chiefs that we just spoke about, who they're struggling offensively. So if you have a great defense, a very confident defense going against an offense that's struggling, I will always take the defense in that matchup.
2: Let me ask you this before you go. We got 30 seconds for your answer. You you mentioned going to USC. Caleb Williams, um, a lot of people think he's ready to step right into the NFL and do damage. He's had a tough month, but what are your thoughts on him?
5: Oh, man, I, I, I believe Caleb Williams is a great player. I think he has a bright future in the NFL. Um, you know, obviously with a lot of players, right, you know, there's some things that he has to fix. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I've seen um, over the course of the last two years, since he makes such – he has such big play potential um that sometimes gets him in trouble with the ball with the ball in his hands. Like he's had I think thirty plus um, fumbles yep. um in the last two years, which is I, when I saw that stat, I was like, That's, Whoa, a, ridic- that's <laughs> a
4: ridiculous that's, stat. Right. I right. like,
5: that's that's almost worse than Jameis Winston, you know, Jameis throwing those. You know, those <laughs> had the thirty right. interceptions
4: in a season, right.
5: Right. But I mean obviously you the guy has like Crazy talent, and I don't think there's going to be nothing but positive things in the future as long as he can stay focused. You know, you know, keep that hunger that he has, that chip on his shoulder. I think there is no limit in the sky for Caleb Williams. All
2: right, that's Bryce Butler, former NFL wide receiver. Great stuff, man. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Yes, sir. All right, my man. Peace. Right. More our couple coming your way. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?
2: All right, it's the I Couple live from the TireRack.com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive. Progressives making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together, so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or one eight hundred Progressive. All right, Rob, we talked about all the big games. Over the weekend, talked about how well Baltimore has been playing and talked about the Chiefs and Miami and Dallas and Philadelphia and uh, Cincinnati beating Buffalo. But, Rob, one of the really more uh, remarkable performances of the weekend was Joshua Dobbs. Did you see what he did in Minnesota? I sure did. Amazing, incredible. He gets traded there this week or at last week at the trade deadline, and has a couple of days with the team. Isn't expected to do anything, right? He, they started rookie Jaron Hall, and they thinking Dives just going to be there and hold the clipboard and learn the offense to some degree, uh, and support Hall emotionally. <laughs> Hogg suffers a concussion. I'm not laughing at that. And Dobbs has to go in. Rob, I don't even know how many plays he could have known. And not only does he get through the game, he goes 20 for 30, 158 yards passing, two touchdowns to lead the Vikings to victory over the Atlanta Falcons in really what was a big game. Because the Vikings are trying to get in those playoffs. And uh, and they got a good shot now in the NFC. And Atlanta, of course, is one of the teams that they're fighting with. So it was a huge game. And this dude, Rob, is just incredibly impressive. Could the Vikings win the Division too? <laughs> I, I, I don't, personally, don't I don't so, think they'll catch Detroit. But, Rob, right now... If the season ended now, and I know it's week nine, we have eight weeks left, the the Vikings would be in. They're five and four. They're in seventh place all by themselves. And they're only getting better. Now, again, they don't have Kirk Cousins. We'll see if Dobbs can keep it up. But, man, this guy, Rob, is so impressive. And in Arizona this year, they didn't win. They were one and seven, right? He obviously beat Dallas. He led them to victory over them. But he played okay. Like that team had played with heart, played hard, and um you know wherever he's been, he's just been able to go in. He's a backup. All right, I'm not saying he's like a long-time term starter. But he's he's smart. Rob G, what is he? He's a uh science, rocket scientist or yes, something. Like aeronautical like, engineer. Yeah, I mean, so he probably looks at the playbook like, "Oh, this is it." Yeah, and, yeah, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll know this by tomorrow. It Don't was worry. even,
1: it's even more impressive. You know, as much as you were explaining it, which was great. But Kevin O'Connell said during the the post game that he was telling Dobbs during in in his ear hey, this is the play, which means your read is going to go this way to this way. Keep an eye on this guy and this guy. And he tried to do it in the hurry-up offense so that way he can get as much information in the 20 seconds in his headset as much as possible. The offense wow. at the center was calling out all the protections because he didn't know any of the protections yet. And the receivers, during the when the play was called, he'd say, okay, X, Y, blah, blah, blah. That means you're going here, right? And It would like, yeah, I'm actually going to run seven yards and in. Unless he's this way, I'm going to go out. Okay, cool. Got it. He didn't wow. know any of the plays, and they did it all basically in the dirt. And he goes in and, and he's a comeback victory to keep them in pace for a playoff spot. That's incredible. It
4: really is. It really is it when really you consider is. what the the uh, where the Vikings are. You lose your starting quarterback. Basically, your season should be over at that point, right?
2: Yeah, should be. Yeah, yeah. And, and Cousins was a good leader. Like you know, he was very popular in that locker room and respected. And for Dobbs to step in, now it also has been announced, Dobbs will start, Rob, the next game against the Saints. And so, um, you know, this is a guy that really, there are some backups that you feel really good about when they have to step in there and play. I think Tyler Huntley, now some people might think that's just in Baltimore, but he's one that you feel can step in confidently. Jacoby Brissett, Rob. You know, you feel like, okay, if, if if somebody goes down, he's a guy that that's capable of manning the ship. And Joshua Dobbs now is in that mix. Um, so good for him, man. Good for the Vikings. Makes things more interesting. And, uh, you know, who knows, Rob? They Maybe they can catch Detroit.
4: Lakers lose at the buzzer. They had a chance to steal
2: that game in Miami. Yeah, they Chris. came back and made it close. But they lost. All right, the Odd Couple, we out. Peace.